Hi, everyone. Welcome to our very first episode of The Next Tech Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Alicia Davis. And I'm Bina Abdul-Rahim. Hey, Alicia, how do you feel about this first episode? (laughs) Girl, I'm nervous. (laughs) Same here, but, you know, we're doing great so far. (laughs) Right. For our first podcast, I think that we'll get the hang of it. Um, The more we continue doing this, we got this, girl. Yes, we do. Well, let's go ahead and introduce what this podcast is about. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So this podcast is about helping those who are wanting to break into tech industry, preferably infosec or information security, such as us. We will discuss topics and tips to help those succeed in the corporate workplace. It should be a place where women and minorities have opportunities to uh, for creative freedom and professional advancement. Before we proceed, I would like to tell you guys how me and Alicia met. What do you think, Alicia? Um, that sounds pretty good to me. I'm all for it. <laughs> Great. So Alicia and I, as a CIS student at Georgia State University, CIS meaning computer information students at Georgia State University. So we both graduated same year, but we took a totally different path within the industry. So right. I'm a systems engineer. And how I got into this position is that I started interning my last year, my last semester of senior year. And that turned into a full-time. And I'm blessed to say that now I have a full-time opportunity and I'm a systems engineer. So it's great. <laughs> um, but you know, Alicia took a whole different route. Hey, Alicia, why don't you tell us how you transitioned from college? Yeah, sure. So I wasn't as fortunate as being able to jump directly into a full-time position after my internship, but hey, here I am. Um, So now I'm focusing more on obtaining certifications. Right now I'm studying for my Security Plus and Pentest Plus, both from CompTIA. Aside from, you know, the textbooks and study guides, I am taking some courses on Udemy that are instructed by Mike Myers and Total Seminars. I just want to give a shout out to Tara Purdue from LinkedIn for pointing me to those courses. They have very much come in handy and I greatly, greatly appreciate that. Definitely. Alicia, you're my goals right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, you are for me. Um, I do want to put out there, actually, guys, that there are a lot of jobs, a lot. Yes. Um, but there's also a lot of competition. There's no easy, simple pathway. As somebody who got who got rejected over a hundred times, there literally is no easy way <laughs> to get into this. <laughs> but we will all experience in- that at one point. I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> we will always we will all experience that at one point um in this lifetime trying to get into infosec just let you know please don't get discouraged at all (laughs) you're right do not get discouraged guys because either you're a new grad or an experienced pro there are ways to get in believe me there are 
Of course, we don't know all of them, but we can give you some tips on which starting point is the best for you. Definitely. Now, technology, it can be overwhelming and a little scary for those who don't really understand it. So with that said, Bina and I will break down the basics into sections to help everyone get started. And we'll also have all of this information readily available within the description. Now, keep in mind that you are able to complete many of these steps in parallel. So you don't have to do one by one. First, we'll go ahead and begin with the education portion. Now, ideally, you should be somewhat familiar with systems administration, networking, and or development. But let's assume you have no idea as to what either of those are. Now, if this is you, we do recommend doing one to two out of the three of the following. (laughs) Um, Either going to a great college that you are interested in, completing trade school, or studying to get your certifications. Like Bina said earlier, she and I completed a four-year program in the Computer Information Systems program at Georgia State University. If the college route is not for you, that is okay. It is totally fine. College is not for everyone. And plus, it's not technically required. So just choose other ways to learn, like I said, trade school or getting your certifications. To get you started, those certifications should definitely give you the basics or even all three of those, college, trade school, and your certification should give you the basics, such as networking, um, learning TCP, IP, routing, switches, and protocols, systems administration, which is tied to Windows, Linux, um, Active Directory, as well as hardening and so much more, as well as programming. Please, please, please with programming. Um, That could be the concepts, any scripting languages, um, object orientation basics. You can have a career um, without being a programmer. However, in my opinion and with my research, I have, um, I, I do say, depending on which path you tend to go into within InfoSec, please learn how to code. If not, you could be very much dependent on others in the field who can code to kind of help you do your job. So that's just my take on that. I agree with you, Alicia. Um, Automation is big right now, and so is coding. You know coding, you got automation. Pretty much. Um, Yes. Yes. Um, You know what else ties up to education is staying updated and well-informed on current technology trends and scales. Mm -hmm. So you should have great sources for news, articles, tools, and much more. Some of this can be done by following trends or subscribing to a list of preferred news source based on the type of security or technology field you're into. There are many sites focusing on government security, application security, operational security, and much more. I can literally go on and on. (laughs) Um, I do use multiple sources personally. Twitter and Reddit and LinkedIn is the best, but I am currently also listening to Security in Color, a podcast by Dominique, which discusses the daily current cybersecurity news. Very good to listen to on my way to work. Also, you can follow other professionals or people who can expose you to new ways of thinking and learning and, you know, obtaining knowledge 
that you can build on. You know, another topic I actually want to talk about is creating projects. Um, this is like a tr- transitional phase because once you put the book down, you have to let your creativity flow. Um, you should always be working on projects. Why? Well, the key skill you're trying to boost is the ability to identify a problem with the way things are currently done. For example, you got a problem, find a solution, and create the tool to solve it. And the only way to gain a skill and develop new skill is by doing it. Projects basically will show you how to apply knowledge as opposed to just collecting it and memorizing it. I do know Alicia is good at this because I know she's working on some projects. Alicia, would you, <laughs> oh like, to, would you like to discuss some? Way to kind of put me on the spot here. Okay. I'm currently working on a few projects um, at the moment, uh, but because I'm studying, some are, um, I'm not really big on at the moment. They're just a little by little, but um, I'm currently working on um, blue teaming um, a couple of projects with um, Mossey Institute. And of course, whatever projects are included in the Udemy courses um, to kind of help me with my certifications. But I would definitely keep everyone updated on those as well does this tie up to um this is off topic but does this tie up to your certificates that you're studying or how does it work well actually all of them do as a matter of fact really they kind of all do (laughs) kind of brings us to our next section certifications we have finally made it here i mean if you're like me, I'm pretty sure you have asked other professionals in the industry, are certifications worth it? And which certification should I get? And what I get from everyone I have spoken to is yes, 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 yes. Certifications do matter. They are worth it. But so are college degrees as well as experience in a lot more. We won't really get into which certifications to you can obtain by levels. We will only speak about the beginner level. For beginners, like I said earlier, certifications matter a lot. The recommended certifications for beginners are your A+, Network+, Linux+, and your Security+. And you can get all of these from CompTIA. These certifications do provide a decent understanding of the basics and value within the study. I do know that CompTIA has a cheat sheet of all of their certifications they offer depending on skill level and pertaining to which information security path you do choose. Go ahead and check out their site. Note that some of their certifications or just in general, some certifications you cannot obtain without prior experience. So just kind of put that out there. So let's kind of do a checklist right now because we're getting a lot of things here. So now that we have gained some skills, we have completed some projects, we got all of those checked off. Now let's get into marketing yourself. How about Beanie, you take this one? Yes, I'm big on this. Now is the time to tell the world about your projects and new skills that you gain. Basically, this is called personal branding and everyone should have it. Um, You practice your skills and you have to be willing to talk about it. You're not boosting, but you're marketing yourself. This can be done on your personal website, Twitter, or LinkedIn. However, 
as many of you guys know, and if you do follow me on Twitter or LinkedIn, you can see that I'm all about this. Like I like to share my skills and knowledge because it is an ongoing process of self-developing and promoting what I stand for. Now that we have some education and we're working on some projects, we have got our website and social media popping, we're feeling good. To put this all together, we should, there are a few things I want to put out there. You should network with others, research an organization that has a style you like, because there are millions of organizations. So something that fits your, um, yes. And what you could do is become a member and attend meetups, go to conferences, start local and small, then gradually work up when you're ready. Right. I definitely agree with both of those, especially that personal branding, because it's kind of like a domino effect. You got your personal branding together. You can network with others. They can kind of see your following us, exactly what you're working on, what you know, and you guys can kind of, you, you you have a lot of other things in common. And Bina, you are a beast at that, on that <laughs> personal branding thing. I applaud you for that. For me, I tend to always forget to post my accomplishments or at least what I'm working on at the moment. And that is one tip, one thing, one of the basic things that I really do have to work on myself is just that social media is just thing. I don't know. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm getting it. But it just says for everyone else that is also entering into the field or even as a, as a professional now, it's a, it's that's, a, that's hold on but that's why we have this podcast alicia yeah Um, that's true that is true you got me there you got me (laughs) you got me there you're doing the big step by you know using podcasts but um definitely yes yes and you got me too (laughs) (laughs) i feel like this is actually a great stopping point because we threw out a lot of information However, we hope this episode was helpful as you enter and move through the industry. Thank you for listening. And catch us on the next episode. We're out.